0: what's going on my good people i thank you all for tuning in to the anxious male perspective podcast with your boy keith i thank you for your support anybody you know if you're listening to the sound of my voice man you know you you took the time you know to uh check out the podcast man and um you know this, this platform i created for guys to come on and you know encourage encourage change you know encourage more more men to be more vulnerable with their feelings and you know you know Their mental health, you know, take that more serious. That's the whole purpose of this podcast, to have a discussion on how we can change that, some tips, some solutions. And uh, that's what you're going to get with this episode three with uh, Justin Gagne. And uh, the title of this episode is Let It All Hang Out. You know, he's going to share his perspective and some tips on how we can uh, possibly, you know, move forward with, you know, sharing our emotions and our feelings. So let's jump into this episode with Justin. I thank you all for tuning in. I'll be back with another inspirational, encouraging episode next week.
1: Hey, what's going on, man? This is uh, Justin Gagne. I am one of the guys who wanted to respond to the questions that you put out on Facebook. So I uh, think they're very important questions. And I think it's a topic that we need to talk about certainly more often. Um, and it's one that I am in particular interested in because I'm going to be starting a podcast to talk about mental health um, and sobriety and physical health. So I'm happy to answer the questions and I hope that you find some value in them. So uh, let's get started. Number one, why do you think so many men shy away from speaking about their feelings or overall mental health? Is it because it can be perceived as a weakness? Um, I think that is absolutely 100% true. Um, the answer is yes. I think it's it's been ingrained in us from the time we are very young that as men, uh, excuse me, as men we need to be strong, and any sort of emotional reaction other than anger is unacceptable. So, um, And for some reason, anger is acceptable. I don't know why. It's like associated with being manly, um, the whole combat, protector thing has been associated with anger and really it's the most probably i mean anger is healthy um given the right circumstances it's a healthy emotion but when it's bottled anger and it comes out as as if when it comes out as anger due to resentment or because we're bottling our emotions it's not good so never understood why it's an acceptable emotion but Um, As you know, as well as I do, um, any other emotion, you know, compassion, empathy, sadness, if we cry, any of that stuff, when that comes out, it somehow makes us weak or, you know, quote unquote, less than men or unmanly. So for some reason, and this is not just um, how we're raised in particular, but it's a societal thing, too. So in our society... If you wear your heart on your sleeve, you're not a man. Within your own household and amongst your group of friends, it's typically that way as well. You know, your friends call you names if you wear your heart on your sleeve or try to talk about your feelings. You know, they call you a pussy or, or you're gay or there's these negative connotations attached to it. So we're expected to hold it in and bottle. And along with our male counterparts, women perpetuate this as well. They're stuck in this idea of they need a big, strong man to protect them and that they're the emotional one and the man is not supposed to be. So that's unfortunate. Um, Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I mean, if you show your emotions at all, you lose your man card, you know. So we're not allowed to be vulnerable. Um, And because of this, we've created – basically an entire generation of men who are essentially mentally destroyed. I mean, the suicide rate among men is ridiculous. I mean, we're the highest rate of suicide belongs to men, the highest rate or the highest uh, number of people in prison are men, all these things that are associated with gloom and doom and anger and, and negative emotion is, you know, it, it, it disproportionately affects men. Um, it's wild, actually. If you think about that, men kill themselves at a higher rate due to the unrealistic expectation that we are to not show our feelings. We're supposed to bottle and push it down and not allow it to come out, and we do that. So if it's it's insane to me that we're we're willing to let it destroy us and kill ourselves more than we are willing to acknowledge it and get help for the way that we feel that's that's profound it's it's super profound so it's sad um yeah, gosh it's incredibly sad but yeah, I think it's you know feelings in general are typically associated with women you know societally women are perceived as weak the weaker sex you know they're in comparison to men, that's not my opinion. I'm just saying when when society compares men and women, that's typically the direction that it goes. Um, If you talk about your feelings, you're not a man, you're more like a woman, you know, it's complete bullshit. And to me, real men talk about their feelings, and they process what's going on in their life and what they're going through. Um, The facade of manliness and strength only hurts the man and everyone around them. And because we bottle and push everything down we grow resentful we tend to grow resentful and uh, we take out these problems on the people around us you know particularly our wives and our fa- our direct family and our friends and we can seriously hurt relationships and the people that we care about because of it so yeah if you're a man that has mental health issues um they need to be resolved get your ass out there and talk to somebody seriously uh, therapy exists for a reason, and and I'm glad to be talking to another man about this, and it, it being out on social media like this, and and getting it out in a podcast and out in the world, um, because I think that leads directly into your second question, which I think is going to help, which just helps overall. So please, guys, don't hold it in. Talk to somebody. Reach out, even if it's somebody that you don't know. Um, and we'll, we'll surely try to do our best to help you. So number two, how do you think we, as men can change the stigma, uh, share some examples. So, as I said, um, I think probably the best thing that we can do to change the stigma is by acknowledging that there is a stigma. So that's, that's what we're doing right now. And this is why, uh, I give you kudos for, for putting this out there, Um, we acknowledge that there is a stigma and we talk about it openly instead of, you know, we know the problem is bottling and not talking about it. So let's do the reverse of that in order to squash the stigma. We need to be honest about it, be honest with ourselves, get it out there publicly and start talking about it. And here's the big word. We need to normalize it. We need to get, once we get it out there and it becomes regular, um, a regular topic of conversation that people will get used to hearing and they start associating honesty and communication and open feelings with men, then it's gonna become normal. And if we normalize it, that's that's the best way that we can change the stigma uh, surrounding mental health in regard to men. So we have to normalize it. Um, start talking about our feelings. You know, don't let anybody tell you that it's unmanly to do so. That's bullshit. It's quite the opposite. Stop caring what about what other people think. Um, I know that there's a the whole social aspect of it, but but honestly, stop caring about what others think and deal with your shit and be vocal about it and be public. public with it. be publicly supportive of other men. Don't tear them down, be supportive. Let's lift each other up, man. If we can do that, if we can normalize, Uh, men being open and talking about their feelings and dealing with their mental health and support that publicly, it can change everything. It can do a complete 180 and we're all going to be better off for it. You know, the more men that jump onto this bandwagon and help each other, the more normal it becomes. And we can start a network where we can band together and get the help that we need. Um, And like I said, stop tearing each other down and start propping each other up. So. I think that the way that we change the stigma is to normalize uh, treatment of mental health with men. So number three, how would you describe your mental health? Do you express how you're feeling or do you, do you hold it in? Excuse me. I think it's a little bit of both. I think um, in general, I would say my mental health is mostly good. Um, I do struggle with a few things, but I'm actively working on it, and that's one thing I'm very proud of. Um, I have over 100 days sober, so quitting drinking has been a very big uh, reason why my mental health has improved, and I'm also uh, practicing mindfulness, and I started meditating a few months ago, and that's really helped a lot. Uh, The only thing with me is... I have really bad anxiety and I take medication for generalized anxiety and I have panic disorder. So that's still a little iffy at times. Um, There are some triggers that I've identified, but the panic is really quite bad. Um, I've I've dealt with a lot of emotional trauma in my life, uh, particularly in the last 10 years in my marriage And also there was a lot of emotional trauma growing up with my parents. Um, I've just been betrayed a lot in my life. It's probably the best way to put it. So it's been very difficult to process that and accept it. Um, I do not go to therapy, which is, I don't know why that is. Uh, I really, really need to go to therapy. And I'm a huge supporter and proponent of therapy. I honestly think everybody should go to therapy to some degree. Uh, having somebody to talk to that is objective and third party and non-biased, I think is and trained for that matter is hugely important. I think you can make a lot of good strides and, um, a lot of positive improvement by going to therapy. And of course you, you do have to find the right therapist. Not every therapist is right, right for you, but it's worth looking into, um, the unique thing for me is right now I grew up in Portland, Oregon, which is a very liberal, hippie city. Um, it's kind of how what I'm rooted in. And I now live in, Minnesota, in rural Minnesota where it's the complete opposite. Um, it's half liberal here. Mental health is not talked about, though. I live in farm country, so I'm around a bunch of, you know, gruff, old school men who believe in the old school way that you don't deal with your feelings. You just suppress them. Nobody talks about it. They look at you weird. If you try to be, um, to talk about your feelings and be honest with each other, it just doesn't fly here. So it's a challenge, man. It's on one hand, I don't know. It's a challenge. It's, it's too bad. So it it makes it challenging for me because I feel like I'm alone and, and I love where I live, but I really don't have anyone to, to discuss this with because of the demographic that I'm around and that's why I like uh, doing things like this I, I've created kind of a network on social media I've joined a bunch of mental health groups and and I talk to people like you because it helps me process everything that I'm going through and and I just think that socializing creating that social network and uh, talking with others even if you don't know them sometimes it's better if you don't know them I just think it helps a lot. So um, let's see, number four. In what way do you maintain your mental health? Well, first, like I said, I do take anxiety medication. Um, So I did go to the medicinal route. Uh, I've tried microdosing and I don't know if it helps or not, but um, I, I think nutrition is very important. Not, you know, everybody associates nutrition with weight and with physical health, but I I truly believe that nutrition is such a huge part of of our mental health as well, because if we feel good physically and we give our body what it needs and nourish it, that's the foundation of of nourishing our mind as well. Um, Like I said, I've been practicing a lot of meditation and mindfulness, um, uh, you know, I've lost a bunch of weight, and I try to exercise. I'm not very good at it, but I I try. And then when I run into, when I get stuck on something mentally, I, I try to, uh, something I've learned to do is I really try to look at it objectively as much as possible. Uh, when things get bad, I try to look at it as like like an external problem that I need to solve. Like I've been presented this problem. I look at it with outside eyes and, and it's like a puzzle and I have to try to try to solve it. And that's really helped, um, to actively and intentionally try to do that. Otherwise, man, it's, it's really easy to just be stuck in your own head. Um, so I think that's, that's a good thing to do. Um, let's see, what else do I do here? Um, yep. Like I said, I try to get involved with groups on Facebook. It provides a good social circle and, you know, as humans it's that's very important it gives us a support system we're social creatures we have to have purpose and everybody wants to feel loved and respected and wanted and i think if we we use social media positively it can be a positive thing um but the flip side is we're connected 100 of the time um and it can be bad so you go on a like Twitter, it's just like a cesspool of hate and it's not very fun. Um, But that's why I like joining these Facebook groups because it's, it's been generally a positive experience uh, and a good environment to be in. So I do like to do that. Um, I I do, I think trying to help others uh, get through what they're going through and um, providing them tools and things that I've learned over the years on how to manage mental health. And really, I, I really believe I was, was put on earth to help others and I want to continue to do that and that's why I am doing this and that's why I'm trying to get my podcast up and going as well so hopefully I can make a difference man and hopefully together we can make a difference and um, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak up a little bit and talk about something that's really very important to me and I applaud you and admire you for doing it. So good luck with the podcast. And if you ever want to hook up and, and do an episode or you want to talk about mental health at all, if you're ever struggling and you need somebody to talk to, hit me up. You know, you have my name. So shoot me a DM or, you know, message me, email me, do whatever you want. And, uh, you know, we can talk. Let's support each other, man. It's uh, It's very important that we support each other, love each other. Everybody needs to have compassion and empathy for their fellow human beings. And if we leave with love, then we can seriously change the world and all of us will be much better for it. So uh, thanks a lot, man. I hope this was valuable for you and uh, good luck with everything. Take care.